Raluca Kaiwanaman, your host, and I would like to welcome you all to Leadership 7x7. This is your podcast to understand how to unleash the leader within, get the chance to listen to a few insights from my upcoming book with the same title, and get the hows and do's of leadership. As I already mentioned in my previous episode, today I will talk about leading with style. What do I mean by that? I mean leadership styles. So, without further ado, let's jump in. Just as behaviors, there are many leadership styles. And after years of research, working with different companies and individuals from different cultures and backgrounds, I realized the importance of these leadership styles, both positive and negative. But before talking more about it, I would like to take you back quite some years and mention the foundation of leadership styles and the approaches of different psychologists. Psychologist Kurt Lewin developed his framework in the 1930s and it provided the foundation of many of the approaches that followed afterwards. He argued that there are three major styles of leadership, autocratic leaders, democratic leaders and laissez-faire. Autocratic leaders make decisions without consulting their team members, even if their input would be useful. This can be appropriate when you need to make decisions quickly, when there's no need for team input, and when team agreement isn't necessary for a successful outcome. However, this style can be demoralizing and it can lead to high level of absenteeism and staff turnover. Democratic leaders make the final decisions, but they include team members in the decision-making process. They encourage creativity and people are often highly engaged in projects and decisions. As a result, team members tend to have high job satisfaction and high productivity. This is not always an effective style to use though, when you need to make a quick decision or you need to reach a strict deadline. Les FR leaders give their team members a lot of freedom in how they do their work and how they set the deadlines. They provide support with resources and advice if needed, but otherwise they don't actually get involved. The Blake Monton managerial grid was published in 1964 and it highlights the most appropriate style to use based on your concern for your people and your concern for production and tasks. The path goal theory published in 1971 states that a leader's behavior is contingent to the satisfaction, motivation, and performance of their employees. Daniel Goldman, Richard Boyajis, and Annie McKee detailed their six emotional leadership styles theory in their 2002 book, Primal Leadership. The six emotional leadership styles they are mentioning are the visionary leader, the coaching leader, the affiliate leader, the democratic leader, the pay-setting leader, and the commanding leader. Also, first published in 2007, Flamholtz and Randall's leadership style matrix shows you the best style to use based on how capable people are of working autonomously and how creative or schedulable the task is. I would definitely recommend that you have a look at all these theories and read the book mentioned. It will help and guide you so you understand better 
what's your style, the styles of the people around you, and last but not least, which styles you should adopt, improve, or get rid of. If you do a research of your own, you'll find many other leadership styles. Bottom line, analyze and discover your own first, then the ones of your team, co-workers, or employees. A great leader will practice many leadership styles. We'll also teach others what he knows. Remember always that knowledge should be shared. And because I said from the beginning that this podcast, as my upcoming book, Leadership 7x7, are based on my own life story and experiences, I would like to mention a few of the most common leadership styles that are well known all over the world and I also came across. Democratic leadership. It's also known as participative leadership. This style focuses on calling opinions from all employees in order to make decisions that reflect the majority's opinion and desire. While the leader offers support and guidance, the decisions are primarily consensual among all involved and the leader makes final decisions based on the majority's vote. The democratic leadership styles is particularly useful if the leader wishes to encourage participation and agreement among employees. This democratic method does not work well, however, if the leader must make a quick decision. Transformational. The transformational leadership style focuses on the leader that actively communicates with employees to motivate them to increase productivity and efficiency. The leader focuses on the big picture for the company, such as corporate goals, and leaving the day-to-day details to management. Transformational leaders are inspiring because they expect the best from their employees and themselves. This leads to productive and positive working environment. For this type of leadership to work, it is critical that there are also detail-oriented individuals into the team who can see the more practical aspects of running the business. Servant, as the name implies, servant leaders tend to stay out of the limelight often leading from behind and allowing the focus to be on the employees. Such leaders make service a top priority and often highly value integrity and generosity. Decision-making tends to be a group effort in such environment. The servant leadership model tends to work well for organizations such as NGOs that are committed to a particular cause because the mission becomes the center of attention. Such a leadership model does not work for all types of businesses, especially those with tight deadlines. Strategic leadership. Strategic leaders sit at the interaction between a company's main operations and its growth opportunities. He or she accepts the burden of executive interest while ensuring that current working conditions remain stable for everyone else. This is a desirable leadership in many companies because strategic thinking supports multiple types of employees at once. However, leaders who operate this way can set a dangerous precedent with respect to how many people they can support at once and what the best direction for the company 
really is if everyone is always getting their way. Transactional leadership. Transactional leaders are very common today. These leaders reward their employees for precisely the work they do. A marketing team that receives a schedule bonus for helping generate a certain number of leads by the end of the quarter is a common example of transactional leadership. Transactional leadership helps establish roles and responsibilities for each employee, but it can also encourage bare minimum work if employees know how much their effort is worth all the time. This leadership style can be used incentively programs to motivate employees, but they should be considered with the company's goals and used in addition to unscheduled gestures of appreciation. And last but not least, bureaucratic leadership. These leaders go by the book. This style of leadership might listen and consider the input of employees, unlike autocratic leadership, but the leader tends to reject an employee's input if it conflicts with company's policy or past practices. Employees under this leadership style might not feel as controlled as they would under autocratic leadership, but there is still a lack of freedom in how much people are able to do in their roles. This can quickly shut down innovation and definitely not encourage for companies who are chasing ambitious goals and quick growth. I mentioned two times autocratic leadership. This is for you to search and understand and compare these two. But for today, that's it. In the next episode, I would like to talk about leadership skills and how to level up your top leadership skills. But until next time, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Also, feel free to rate, review, and share it with your friends. I thank you so much for listening, and I truly hope you're living with some great insights. I'll see you all next time. Till then, take care and stay safe.